Hello and welcome to Midweek Mood, the podcast where we examine the scriptures line by line, verse by verse, and ask ourselves, what in the world is happening here today? <laughs> today, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be wrapping up our conversation about the fivefold ministry. Last week, we talked about the prophet gifting and what that looks like and how that plays out. And Pastor Scott left us with some very practical steps, so action steps to walk out. First one is simply read your Bible. Open your Bible and read it. This is essential to the prophet gifting, being in the Word. And if you're not in the Word, Pastor Scott strongly recommends you start operating and uh, reading the book of John. It's a great book to read, in my opinion, too. But read the Bible, pray, and ask God to show you, as you read, as you pray, situations, people, things, to put those things on your heart and to share those with somebody. Ask God to give you someone to share that stuff with. How'd that go? What did that look like? Reach out to us, mediahub at thshreport.com. We want to celebrate with you. We want to answer questions for you. We want to walk with you through this process. That being said, today, guys, uh, it's a it's a really interesting conversation about a gifting that is, in my opinion, highly misunderstood and not talked about well enough. And that is, what is an apostle? What is the gifting of the apostles? Take some notes, guys. This is a really fascinating conversation that we're about to get through with Pastor Doug uh, about what an apostle is. So uh, the last of these is probably the one that uh, has been misused maybe the most Mm -hmm. and um, not recognized enough. Yeah. Uh, And that's gift of apostle. And so as you see that gift of apostle, that, that, that gifting, what does that look like to you? What, what are the characteristics of that gift? Well, the, the apostle is a sent one, all right? So the apostle, they can be an apostle of a message, you know, a, apostle in a, in a region. Apostle is one who's sent with a certain specific mindset in mind from the Holy Spirit to establish a thing. Because he's a sent one, he sends one. So he's the sent one, and he continues to send and duplicate others. So that, like, you look at apostolic networks, they're continuously doing new works, sending people out, covering people, providing resources, providing a context for for a move of God or a message of God or or, or just at a specific time. You know, when you see uh, an apostle, if he's not sending anyone, if everybody's under him, and that's the abuse title, just an apostle. I have a lot of people reporting to me, but nobody goes out. Nobody evangelizes. There's no missionaries. There's no new works. There's no one leaving this building that's not a true apostle. But a true apostle has the ability, for one, to touch all five ministry gifts, to operate in all five. I believe a true apostle does. And he's always duplicating himself or duplicating herself into a region or, or, or to a specific thing that God's called them to do. So we make it as a, an apostle as something that's that's unattainable, but it's a really, in, in my mindset, it's a really simple scenario. It's just one who reproduces and expands the gospel ministry across the world. Yeah, one one thing in, the, in that gift is that there's a very uh, parental function yes. in that gift. There's yes. a very parental function in that gift. And what I mean by that is not that they're your parent. We got a lot of that 
misuse going on in the yes. the church world where, hey, that's my dad or that's my – no, no, no. Right. Okay, my biological dad wasn't the greatest and it wasn't awesome, but he's my dad. Yes. Now, this person may have a, a spiritual fathering connection to me that they've mm-hmm. raised me up in the faith, but they're still not my dad. Right. Right. Uh, I'm not going to exchange my dad for this person. It's, right. That's not – what the scriptures teach us but there is a very parental yes quality to that gift of apostle in the fact that sometimes they can speak something to us that draws something out of us that we yeah. didn't even know was there right and that's what parents do we speak things to our kids as they're growing up that mm-hmm. they don't recognize they don't see it because they're immature they don't even know it's in there but we're right. drawing it out of them yeah. so that it can manifest itself in their lives when they become adults yes and that's really that gift is very parental it's very uh it's also very um the gift of apostle is very much like when you leave that gift an interaction mm-hmm. with that gift you feel like you could just storm hell <laughs> yeah Right. That's true. Yeah. You do. You feel like you can just like the right. gates of hell are not going to prevail at all. Right. All I got is a water pistol, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> I can take it all. Yes. Every demon, everything, I can take it all. Right. Because of that, not just encouragement, but what's been right. drawn out of you in that encounter yeah. with that. Now, that's not my dominant gift in this season of my life. Mm-hmm. Do I have some elements of that at times? Yes. Yeah. But that's not that's not my dominant gift. Right. If I try to function in that and it's not my dominant gift, I'm going to be frustrated. Yes. And so being secure in where the Lord has gifted you and always being open to grow in other gifts, I think is the most important thing. And just the landing place that I want to get to is that I've always taught our, our, our people and the people I'm connected with, it's important for you in your life, in every season of your life, yeah. to have all five of these gifts connected to your life. Yes. That you have uh, an apostolic voice, that you have a prophetic voice, that you have an evangelistic voice, that you have a pastoral voice, that you have an, uh, a teacher voice in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's that balance. Because right. if it's out of balance, if you only have the voice from the apostle speaking to you all the time, you're going to be out of balance. Yeah. If you only have the prophetic voice in your life all the time, you're going to be out of balance and probably discouraged. Yeah. <laughs> right? That's true. If you have only the pastoral voice, you're probably not going to go to challenges as much. You're going to yeah. lean more back toward apathetic. Right. Teaching is going to lean you more towards intellectualism. You know, evangelistic is going to lean you more towards focusing only on the lost rather than raising somebody up and discipling them. And so I have all five of those, and I know who they are, and I know when they call me, what's going to happen. I'm not expecting the evangelistic voice to sound like the prophetic voice. Right. Because I think a lot of times our disappointment comes not because people mess up, but because we expect the wrong thing from them. Yes. So if you're expecting the pastor to speak to you as the prophet, you're going to be disappointed. That's true. If you expect the apostle to speak as that, you're going to be disappointed. Yep. Uh, the way I like to say it is, you know, the 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 apostolic gift is going to call you and go, hey, listen, you can do this. You need to get up. You need to get yeah. up. Here's what God is saying to you. I'm going to pull this out of you. And sometimes when you leave that encounter with the gift of the apostle, you don't even know what just happened. Yeah. You can't wow. quantify it. Yeah. You can't define it. Right. If somebody goes, what happened? You're like, I don't know. Yeah. But I know something was pulled out of me. That's I know that there's a shift in me and and. I can't even define it, right? Right. 
prophet calls you, don't expect a 27-minute conversation. <laughs> right. Right? Because probably the prophet's going to be like, hey, here's what I sense the Lord is saying. Bop, bop, bop. Talk to you later. Boom. Yeah. Well, if you're expecting a pastor to talk to you for three hours, you're going to be discouraged, right? Yeah. Pastor calls you, and guess what that's going to be? That's going to be, hey, how are you? Yeah. Like, are you okay? Like, right. hey, let's just hang out for a second. Can we just hang out for a second, right? Yeah. The evangelist is going to come out and go, what are you doing? Like, what <laughs> you're focused so much on inside the room, you're not even in the streets. What are yeah. you thinking? And then the teacher comes and goes, okay, I know you've heard from all four gifts. Right. Here's what that means. Yeah. Let's put it all together. Right. And I think that is healthy. Yeah. That is how we grow up in the faith. And that's why we need all five of those gifts functioning within the right. church body, in our lives. Because according to Ephesians 4, yeah. it says that those gifts are equipping us to do what God has called us to do. But also, they're helping us to mature yeah. and not be children anymore and right. grow up as a body pointing everybody to Jesus. That is so good. Amen. Amen. All right, man. All right. So uh, that is fivefold. That is gifts, yes. not titles, people, but the gifts that Jesus has given to all of us to help us mature and grow up in the faith. Yes. And I don't know about you, but I want them all. I want them all. <laughs> I want them all speaking into my life and helping me grow in Jesus and point me to Jesus. Yep. Amen. Amen. All right. Thanks, Doug. It's been awesome and good. Enjoyed it. So the gift of an apostle, you know, when we think of the gift of an apostle, it's it's this big vision. It's this this it's this big vision that is big, but it doesn't lose focus of the individual, if that makes sense. You know, people in that function in this gift, a lot of times they're called spiritual fathers and mothers, a lot of times. Simply means that there's a very parental side to them. Um, you know, some would say maybe a, a, a pastoral gift is parental, and I think I would disagree with that a little bit because I think the the, the pastoral model is, uh, although there can be correction and 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 healing and all those things, I I think a lot of times um, the the pastoral the pastoral gift isn't something that calls something out of you that you don't know is there. And a lot of times that's what parents do. Like parents, when we're being raised, if parents are doing their job, they're, they're speaking into things that are in your life that you don't even recognize are in your life. And all this, it's almost like they draw things out of you that you don't even know are inside of you. And I would, I would lay that over to the gift of an apostle. You know, the, the, the apostolic gift really has a burden to, when you talk about big vision, like build something that never existed before. Like they don't want to like take something that someone has done and do something else with it. It's more of, it didn't even exist before, but man, this is what God is saying. Let's do that. And when you think about people that function in this gift, you know, we talked about in the in the gift of prophet of like revealing the heart. Well, when I think of like the gift of apostle, I think of like awakening dreams in people. I would almost see it even like an entrepreneurial gift as well. Like w one of those giftings where it, it's someone who sees beyond everyone else, but yet is equipping everyone around them to 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 believe they can go that way as well. And um, 
you know, as we discussed in our um, in our previous discussion with the gift of an apostle, like you leave them or you leave that gift and you feel like you can just storm the gates of hell. Anything is possible. You just feel that. And really, this gift helps awaken us to our divine potential. Like God uses this gift to awaken us to such a bigger picture than maybe what we're seeing ourselves, where the pastoral gift is right here, right now in this moment. The the apostolic gift is, okay, this moment's important, but look what's to come. Look what could happen in the future. If we do this now, look what can possibly happen in the future. And so when we talk about this gift, we're really talking about like forging new paths. When we use the word pioneer, use the word pioneer, we think a lot about this gift, a pioneer who goes somewhere no one else has ever gone before. I believe you could you could probably uh, make it equitable with this gift. Um, if you function in this gift, you see the potential all around you all the time in everybody's giftings, sometimes before they do, almost parental. Um, you, you hate complacency. Everything's always got to be moving forward. Everything's got to be moving forward. Always, always, always. I don't have time to look back. That's where this gift sometimes has been misunderstood, as if they didn't care about the past. It's not that they didn't care about the past. It's that that they have a vision that knows if I live in the past, we're going to die in the past. And we can't even live in the present. And we can't even hope for the future because we're living in the past. And so it's not that they hate the past. It's simply that they know that the past has brought them to the present, which now they need to look to the future so that those that are around them are not stuck in their past. And so that really is that gift that functions in forward, 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 forward. Um, Usually this gifting, very opinionated, (laughs) you know, and that can be a downfall as well. But if this gift isn't present, a lot of times what you'll see is the people in the body will not, they will never know what they are capable of. They will never know that they can reach beyond what they can see themselves. Um, People remain unchanged if this gift is not present. Like people will just, there's no progress. And, And when this gift sees people, they want every single person to know who they really are in Jesus, like who they really are like their potential, their God-given potential, who they were created to be. Um, it, it's, it's one of those things where you've heard this term kingdom builders. Really, this gift is kind of functions in that, in that realm. And so some of you would say, well, man, that's way beyond my scope. I don't think so. I think that, that we can learn from this gift, and I think we can have an action step. And here's where I think we can land with an action step this week in the gift of apostle or the apostolic gift is I want you to pray this week because one thing about the gift of the apostolic that a lot of people don't think about is these people don't just wake up and have dreams of the future. They're praying. Man, they're reading voracious readers. Those that have the gift of apostle are voracious leaders. I mean, readers, and they will even quote this great leaders are readers, right? Readers are leaders and leaders are readers. Like you will hear that all the time from this gift that, that they are literally always wanting to feed themselves so they can see something bigger than where they are. 
I want to see something bigger. I want to see the God-given potential in this, not just the potential of what I can do. I want to see the God-given potential of this. I want to, I want to be able to be a part of something so much bigger than myself. And the crazy thing is sometimes people will see people with the apostolic gift and see them as selfish or arrogant even at times. And yes, that can be a part of every gift. In our flesh, we can be arrogant with whatever God has given us. That's across the board. But really what it is, is that they see beyond themselves. They're seeing beyond themselves. The true gift of the apostolic does not look at it as this is going to die with me. Like they're already putting something in place. They're already raising people up around them that even before they pass away, they're going to pass the mantles of somebody and they're going to move on and do something else. Like, like they are all about equipping and maturing and growing those around them and then not keeping it for themselves, but passing it off to them. And we see that with every gift of, of apostle in the New Testament. They're not selfishly holding on to something for themselves. They're bringing other people around them and they're bringing them up. They're, they're bringing up not to their level, but to see in a heavenly realm, to see how God sees. And so this week, as an action step for the gift of the apostle, I want you to pray. And I want you to pray that God would put a burden on your heart for something that's so much bigger than yourself. That God would awaken a dream inside of you something that God put in you. Maybe you've not been feeding it. Maybe it was just a thought. Maybe you wrote it down in a notebook. Maybe you took notes about it. Maybe you heard a sermon one time and you wrote down, this is what the Lord is saying to me. I'm going to do this in five years. And maybe it's been 15 years. I want you to go back to that. And I want you to pray, Lord, I, I want to see bigger than myself. Lord, awaken the dream or dreams, plural, that you've put inside of me. I want to see that. And I want to be able to see the potential that you have for my life, the divine potential that you have for my life. And I believe that would be a great action step for this gift. Um, again, some of you may be functioning in this gift. And if that's so, then you need to, you need to operate in that. You need to grow in that. You need to mature in that gift. For some of you, the way that you can begin to activate the, the uh, principles of this gifting is to do just that. Pray. Pray that God will show you something bigger than yourself and awaken dreams that are in you so you can see the divine potential that God has for you. And I can't wait to hear the reports of what these dreams are and, and what God has awakened inside of you and how God has used even the teaching of this gift to grow and mature you in Jesus. So I can't wait to hear the reports. And uh, for this midweek move, we are finished and done. And may the Lord bless you. <music>